0: There is always going to be someone doing more than you, but you don't know their challenges and battles. So how do we avoid comparison and lean into our strengths? Welcome back to another episode of the Work Redefined Podcast, where we talk to women who are doing it all, but doing it with faith at the forefront. We want to welcome those of you who are new to us. And if you're new to our podcast community, we drop a new episode every Tuesday. We were going to work really hard to give you high quality content. And if this content is helpful to you, would you do us a favor? What you can do for us is follow us on social media, write a review, and continue to engage with our organization. And if this post is helpful, share it with others. Now, let's dive into new content with today's guest, Kayla Callender. <laughs> You know, you know, you know. Kayla, thank you so much for joining us on our podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, and I know we've been friends now for maybe only just a couple months. I feel like it's been forever, though. I know it's social media. <laughs> it seems like I've known you for way longer, um, but I think both of us have had people tell us, "You got to meet Kelsey, yes. or you got to meet Kayla." Yes. And so we finally made that happen, and then we were seeing each other multiple times a week um Almost every day, it felt like, yeah. And I was like, hey, again. Like, and it took us that long to meet. So to connect. We are. and actually connect. Now you know, here we are doing a podcast. And it's funny how that happens. It's like, I think we were yes. just meant, meant yes. to connect. So, meant to connect. Put that on a bumper sticker. Uh, yes, meant yes. to connect. Yes. We'll <laughs> add that to our list yes. of mantras today. <laughs> it um, just flows. Yes, it just flows. But no, Kayla, I'm so excited to have you. And I always like to start off right off the bat by just having our guests tell us. A little bit more about who you are, what Mm -hmm. you do. Yes. And everyone probably says, where do I start? Mm -hmm. But, um, Mm -hmm. I am Kayla Callender and I'm from a small town in Walhalla, North Dakota. Mm -hmm. So I grew up, um, you know, hometown roots on a farm. Um, I actually got my first job, um, while I was in my hometown at a bank when I was 15. Um, I'm the youngest of six and I was used to working Mm -hmm. out on the farm. Um, my parents ingrained that in us. Um, And we uh, always did that, that manual labor. And so my first job as a kiddo was at a bank. And so the reason I say that is because of that job, that led me to where I'm at today. So I am married with four dogs and I am still in banking. And so I'm a mortgage loan officer um, at First International Bank and Trust. And I help people get financing for homes so a little bit about me was that i came from a small town i'm I'm where i'm at today and um i'm in fargo i've been here for gosh since 2005 so it's amazing how this city has grown and the connections you make and Mm. and yeah so love it here um we actually live in west fargo and yeah it's we love it here Minus the winters. Minus the winters. You know, winters. We love the two months of summer weekend, so. mm-hmm. yeah. we get. So, cherish <laughs> the warm weather. And I was curious. I'm already going to throw you a question right away that oh I didn't prepare you for. But what what was it like growing up as the youngest of six? How do you think that's shaped? You? <laughs> I got away with a lot. Uh, <laughs> no, um, you know, I always wanted to keep up. I was wanting to wear the makeup that like mm-hmm. my sisters were. I was wanting. I wanted a job like my my sisters. Uh, my my brother was the oldest. He was 16 years older than me. And, um, I saw him out, you know, on the tractor with dad and seeing him go to college. So for me, it was a matter of keeping up, but I think it's also of wanting to be accepted because, um, you know, my sisters that are three years older than me, they're twins. So, you know, everyone had each other and, you know, there were different age groups, but, um, it was always just wanting to keep up. Mm. Um, one of the cool things was we always had so many of us at gatherings, like, Christmas and holidays. So chaos was at the center, but it was beautiful chaos. Um, but it was interesting. And then whenever I graduated and it was just me, um, you know, my, my mom and dad made sure they attended all of my sporting events. They, I mean, they got the opportunity to, and they made it a priority, but I don't know how they did it to this day, but they raised six great kids. And, you know, I think about doing that in today's world and they did so well. So yeah, so wanting to keep up, let's talk I about how that, to that. <laughs> right, let's talk about how that plays a role in your life. Yeah. Now. Yeah. It plays a great role actually. And you want to know what's funny I never really thought about it until it just came out of my mouth. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, fancy that. Um, mm-hmm. definitely is applied in my life today. I think you and I talk about, you know, we're, we're brought up to think, okay, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, There's always that next step. There's always that next thing that always, okay, now after I graduate high school, now what? Okay, I've got the job. I've got the promotion. Well, now what? Or, you know, I've lost the five pounds. Oh, I should go for 10. And I've got the primary house that we just bought. Gosh, now we should buy a lake home. Um, You buy get three dogs, then you want four. (laughs) But there's always that thing that you want next. And I find that to be very true, even with my job. Um, The more... Uh, people I touch, the more loans I do, the more connections are made, the more I want to do. And I think that plays a really big role in maybe I'm jumping into things, but to burnout and to mm-hmm. balance and to um, priorities. Um, I think, you know, back in, I don't remember what year it was they talked about. Um, it used to be the word priority. I think is that that's what we talked about. Mm-hmm. It was priority. And it was not that long ago. And then it was making priorities is what you said. Mm -hmm. And I thought about that real deep after we had that conversation. I'm like, yeah, how do you have priorities? Shouldn't you have one priority? And so I think that that could be looked at in many ways, but that was very eye opening when it was you that said that wasn't Mm -hmm. in our meeting. Yeah. And having that keep up mentality and wanting to balance and wanting to not, you know, be affected by burnout, but yet balancing these priorities. is like, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. So I'm still working on that, but well, and I think, and maybe I, correct me if you have a different opinion, but I think that wanting to keep up can have pros and cons. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Let's talk about the challenges that come with wanting to keep up and the negative side of mm-hmm. like that. I think that we live in a world today where social media is so important. So, for someone say like me, or someone in sales, or it really any any position, we're finding this magnificent free tool that you can use to capture audiences, that you can use to connect. But the downside of that is the comparison game, and we all know that comparison is the thief of joy. And so, when you're seeing someone else maybe doing more than you, or, um, glorifying the grind and you grind it all week. And now here it is Friday night at 10 PM and you're getting customers contacting you. It's, you know, you, well, someone saw on social media, I saw them, they grind, I gotta be like that. So I think there's just a lot of it's in a way of keeping up with the Joneses almost like, well, if they can do it, I can do that. So I feel like that is one of the biggest challenges is that there's always going to be someone that's doing more than you, that you Mm -hmm. can see on social media. Are they? Maybe not. Maybe they don't have kids. Maybe they don't have a a family member that, you know, has a, you know, some type of sickness. Maybe they have uh, just different uh, challenges in their life that you don't even know about. Um, But I feel like that is probably one of the biggest challenges. It's just, I want more, I want more, and then seeing other people, seeing other people have it. You I can do that. And you're putting false like hope out there in a way because, like I said, you don't know their challenges. You don't know maybe they have a spouse that doesn't work and they can take care of their things or what have you. Um, But I think it's kind of a blinding uh, factor, social media that pushes it. You need it maybe for your business, but how do you balance that? Mm. And I don't know if you do. And I, if you do, I've got to figure that out too myself. But Well, and that concept, I mean, I struggle with that so much too, is you look around on the outside and there are so many people that you think, wow, they are doing more. They're doing it all. Yeah. Yeah. How are they doing it all? And I remember being in um, a recruiting role and I was expected to um, do somewhere between 20 to 40 phone calls a day. Oh my God. Some were cold calls, some were referrals, but I needed to hit a certain number of calls to hit a certain number of interviews. And what ended up happening is it created this, um, I now have this activity fatigue where, or almost, Mm -hmm. I hate to use the phrase PTSD because I don't wanna say that lightly, but now I go through a day and if I haven't made enough outreaches or connected with enough people, I feel this sense of, but I know that there's people out there that are doing so much more, that are hustling, that are calling more people, especially in the sales role. Mm -hmm. Um, You can always be doing more in a sales role. Mm -hmm. So how how do we combat that? You know, it's funny you say that because in even in my job in mortgage lending, if you don't, you know, you might have a full pipeline, but there's always more people, always more business, always more value add that you can give to your clients or your referral partners. But I am still trying to figure that out. I truly think that you need to set boundaries and you need to respect them because you might get a call, like I said, at you know ten o'clock on a Friday night, someone wants to, you know, we need help, um, want to buy a house. However, they don't know that maybe you just worked from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. They don't know that, you know, in, in some cases, that's hopefully not the case, but um, mm-hmm. your clients and your partners, they sometimes don't know the boundaries because they're not in your day. So if you don't set them, how are they going to respect them? Mm-hmm. So I truly think that you just need to stick to them. I struggle with it daily, but maybe that's one of those things where, you know what, if I, respond to emails after 7 pm my clients are going to always expect that Mm -hmm. so even sometimes i'll be working at night but i'll maybe wait to send the email or i'll get a text at nine o'clock at night and i'm like you know what i could answer them but i'm just going to wait until tomorrow Um, because what it does is it takes me away from me being present with my husband and my dogs you know or maybe i'm with family members or at the lake what have you i think that it's doing a disservice to them Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: we know what happens you check your phone and that spirals into something else. You know, you go on your phone to check something and mm-hmm. oh wait, what did I do? And I feel like you just need to shut it off. And people will respect that. And you can't just typically if you respond it's not just one response and then you're yeah. done. Yeah, it's, that's a very true. It usually it's like if someone texts you if it's night at night, and then you respond, then they respond and then you're in a conversation very true. and then it's 1015 and you're like, I've been texting back and forth with this person All right over an hour and sometimes it's fine. But um, it's interesting that you mentioned this because I noticed you and a couple others and I need I need to get this setting on my phone, but um, the iPhone now has given a lot of options for, yeah. do not disturb. yes Yeah. For like, and I, I'll text you after, it's been after nine, a couple times. I'm so glad you re- remember that. <laughs> well, and I'm like, oh, that's yeah. awesome. And it's, it gives me the little notification. It yeah. says Kayla has notifications. Hi, yep. So otherwise what I do is I'll look at my phone. So I have, you know, the handy dandy Apple watch too. I, I love it, um, for certain purposes, mm-hmm. but for me it would be, there's something about there's, There's something in your brain that will light up when you get a notification. And it was to the point where anytime my phone would go off, I would have to look at it and respond. I'd have to, but when I'm in, okay, I'm in this today, I'm not looking at my phone. So why can't I treat certain parts of my day like that purposefully? Like, okay, this is my time to, you know, make dinner with family. Maybe I'm working, maybe I'm in a meeting. I'll I'll use that function when I'm in a meeting too. Um, Or if I'm driving, I'll turn that function on because otherwise you get distracted. So it's just, and it's a good reminder for me that, okay, if anything comes up, I can check that in the morning. Um, yeah. You know, you can still check your phone, but it just kind of limits you. Okay. So now, okay, give me a quick tutorial. I'm thinking listeners that haven't done I this before, here. if I'm on, you know, is it under, do you kind of swipe it? Let's see. If you go, go to your settings, here? or actually, you know what? It's right here. If you go to your focus. So I swiped from the right down. Yeah, so you know, have do not disturb. I'm driving. So if you put click that button at the top, Ooh. the little dots. Yeah. And then, so you can turn on the time frame. So I would just set uh, mine for nine o'clock. So you can go in your settings and set it. And yeah, I know it's fine. This is, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I'm getting no, so you're distracted good. I'm, here, now. I'm here to help. This <laughs> is okay, so it yeah. says, do not disturb for an hour until this evening or until I leave this location. Mm-hmm. So, yep, if you're in a meeting or an event or church, something, you can put that on and then it'll know. Huh. And does it let you decide it must? Does it tell you what to say?
1: Um, <laughs> like so you, says- can,
0: you can do one like for when you're driving or let's say I'm traveling, I'll put one that says, Hey, I'm trying, you know, I'm traveling right now. Mm. I'll get back to you. And it automatically sends if someone texts you. So it's definitely a boundary, you know, thank you, Apple. Um, but it's definitely <laughs> something that we live <laughs> in a world where we need immediate. I know are so am like, no, I one can't wait to go back and talk our program. program. Yeah. We live in this world of immediate need and you know, I, I find there are some people that will call you, call you, call you. They'll text you. They'll email you. They'll call you again. And so I don't know if it's a scarcity mindset. Some people just don't have that abundancy mindset that, you know, people get back to, but if they get an auto response or an auto email, um, even today, I'm in, in this with you today. I put my out of office on because Mm -hmm. people are like, well, you know, she's got to have her phone on her all the time, you know? So it's just setting those boundaries and it's just letting people know. So it's like a buffer so that Mm -hmm. people can I feel like that allows people to really think, Oh, Hey, she's, she's tied up at the moment. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but they need that reminder sometimes, Mm -hmm. and it's just not necessarily that you don't want to respond or you don't have time. It's just saying, Hey, you're, you're a priority to me, but this is what's coming first at the moment. So yeah, I've even had, um, and I forget to do this. So thank you for the reminder, Kayla, because I've done it before where I'm working a full day, but I may be doing a workshop. And so my out of office will say, Hey, I'm actually in an all day facilitating an all day workshop. Can't wait to get back to you afterwards, but I won't be able to respond until tomorrow or something. And what's fun about that is occasionally, you know, when I have that specific message on, I'll get people that will respond back to it and be like, Oh, that's awesome. Have fun at your workshop and we'll Mm -hmm. talk tomorrow. And it just creates that level of um, expectations. Yes. On their end, um, which is huge for huge, and I think people forget that. And it's funny you say that because if you put, "I'll be out of the office" or "I'm out of the office," I used to get things that said, "Hope you're, hope you're out somewhere warm," and I'm like, "No, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm, I'm working a big event or something," you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's almost like people need an excuse to know that you're not relaxing. It's oh it's my silly, right? We talked about this before, it's, but kids and COVID were two reasons where it was okay to you know, be out of the office or family emergency. It seemed like that was what was accepted for you to be out of the office, mm-hmm. especially with 2020, where we found that you can work from anywhere now. That's mm-hmm. great, but it can be very a, a, a bigger evil than we realize. And so when people understand like, hey, you know, I'm not vacationing in the Cayman Islands. I would love to be today which you should be doing. People Mm -hmm. need to take vacations. Um, it's almost like that little, Hey, I'm working. And that's why it's almost like that's Okay. Why is that? I'm not sure. Well, and it's so funny because so the opposite side of it, I talked to a gentleman the other day who was mentioning that he doesn't like putting his out of office on because he doesn't want people to know when he's on vacation. Sure. Sure. And it was like, Oh my gosh. Is that what our world has come to that? Yes. there that he doesn't want to put his out of office on because he doesn't want other people yeah. to know he's taking a vacation because of the guilt. Yeah. And I, I would say I felt that too. Uh, it's okay. It's horrible. I'm out of the office and they're like, okay, she's relaxing. Well, doesn't she know that this is important or does she have a backup? And You know, usually people do have, you know, yeah. However, I do see that, but I feel like that is what the world has come to is take your two weeks a year and then get back to work and not everywhere. But I'm saying, I think a large portion is like that. Um, I know a lot of places have, is it DTO or discretionary time off? Yeah. DTO. Well, you don't have PTO, but do your job and then just, Mm -hmm. you know, like unlimited PTO as long as you're getting your job done. And Mm -hmm. I think that's, that can also be dangerous because then you're on vacation and you can't really unplug, but it's really just about balance. So I, sh- I should do a whole interview with someone who has that because yes, I have talked to numerous individuals who have told me personally that I have unlimited PTO, but I actually think I take less. Yes. Yes. Because, and I said, of that. Mm-hmm. because they, since they have unlimited, it's this, it's almost like it has the reverse effect. Yes. And I will say coming from <laughs> someone that, you know, if I'm not working selling, I'm, you know, I don't want to say I'm not making money. Losing but money, but, but yeah, like yeah. you could be doing more. So, you know, being in a sales job, there's a lot of people that are hundred percent commission. Mm-hmm. So I might, um, you might see a, a commission person at the gym at two o'clock and you're like, oh, must be nice. Yeah, must be nice. But <laughs> you don't see the behind the scenes and how late they're working and the fact that they really don't take vacation because they're always, you know, maybe it's that keeping up mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, if I take a week off, or if I really unplug, what am I losing out on? You know what? What money? What clients? What connections? What feel good mm-hmm. helping people? Am I losing out on? And it, it's a wicked circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is just yeah. My mind is going in all sorts <laughs> of directions right now because I'm thinking about that. That um, that must be nice. Yeah. Concept, right? And I yeah. think we've um, maybe even had this conversation before of like, oh, you see a Snapchat of a friend and it's a it's one p.m. on a Friday and they're out mm-hmm. like going for a walk, Mm -hmm. but then, you know, you don't see the other side of it that that Mm -hmm. Friday night, they actually worked until 10 PM on a Friday. And and so what I'm hearing, and we could go, you know, bring this full circle because we talked about social media and how social media causes us to have that comparison and that need to constantly Mm -hmm. keep up. And it's almost like we need to stop judging people based on what we think they're doing Um, because we have no idea what they're no. actually experiencing or right. when we say, oh, that person is always doing so much more than me. Mm-hmm. How do we know that we for don't. sure? Well, <laughs> and it's, it's funny you say that you brought out a couple things that I've thought of is, um, I got my hair done this week. I got my hair done in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. I had my laptop on my lap the entire time. However, um, I thought about sending a snap or um, Instagram. I'm like, Oh no, people are going to think that I'm just slacking, like, slacking. And I'm like, and they always joke when I, you know, I'm in the salon, like, Oh, do you need your outlet to plug your laptop? And you know, it's, I'm working, but like, why, why can't I just go do that without my laptop? You know, it's just, mm-hmm. and, but having that out there, like you said, your, your client that didn't want to put us out of office on, it's that you don't want people to think you're slacking. But when we see people that are, you know, out for a walk at one o'clock, like, Oh, that would be so nice to do that. But then we see them hustling at night and you're like, well, I want to keep up with that. It's just this vicious like circle of, you know, you have to do what's right for you and your family. And you might not be built to work 40 hours a week. Maybe you're only 25. Maybe, maybe you have different priorities, but it's that, that circle of judgment I feel like. Mm -hmm. And where does it stop? And when does it end? And how do we make that change? I, I don't know. globally. Well, and I know you, um, we mentioned this before we started recording around, you know, at the end of the day, also being someone who's a Christian, Mm -hmm. how do we as Christian women, how do we even make time for God in our busy lives? Or how can maybe our faith help us with some of these challenges? It's a very big question. That's always been, it's probably been on my heart more now than ever is okay. My faith is so important. This is my temporary home. It's not where we belong windows and rooms that we're passing through. I could quote the whole Carrie Underwood song, but (laughs) (laughs) it's one of those things where if my faith is so important, why am I putting everyone in front of that? And I think, again, it just comes down to Kelsey that, okay, but I'm seeing everybody else on social media. I'm seeing this, the hustle, the grind, this, you know, that'll pay off. But um, as I said earlier, you know, you get those crabby clients or you get the maybe the colleague, maybe you don't get along with, or, um, you get dumped on maybe by a boss to finish a deadline, you know, whatever industry you're in, um, you have that stress and nothing is perfect from clients to colleagues, to your boss, to the, you know, benefits, whatever it may be. But what if we put, if everybody put Jesus in the center of that and said, kind of like a WWJD, what would Jesus do? Mm -hmm. So you get an email and you're fired up because Of something that it's not getting done at work. Instead of being like, oh my gosh, I'm so angry, you know, take a breath, take a step back and say, okay, you know, what would Jesus do? Or, you know, in what way can I look at this in a different perspective? And I've had a few times at work where I'm like, how did this happen? Like with this uh, part of my team, let's say, and I pick up the phone and I call them and we talk, and I'm like, oh, I had no idea that you guys only could do that part, and they're like, well, I had no idea, and so instead of your immediate reaction to be so, you know, quick to judge, and angry, and oh, throw your hands in the air, just take a step back, and if you put, and this is something I've been working on, and still need to, but if you put Jesus in the center of your mindset, like, doesn't that just give you more peace, like, okay, everything's fine, okay, the something's happening with a client and it's not going right Uh, maybe they didn't get their order what have you whatever industry everything's gonna be okay um you know we sometimes say in our job you know we're not saving lives i'm not a doctor i'm not you know in that industry but everything's going to be okay and if it's not we'll we'll find a way but what if everybody did that what if everybody just had that mindset don't you think that the world would be a lot more Less go, go, go hustle, anger, emotions in general. Hmm. You know, when I think of that, or this last year, when I told you I was going to start listening, uh, not listening to the one podcast that would get me so fired up about (laughs) (laughs) politics and grinding and weight loss and uh, working out and whatever else Mm -hmm. it was, um, you know, how to, you know, be the best at your job. I started listening to Joyce Meyer Mm -hmm. and Joyce Meyer, is she's the sweetest. She's a 70 year old. She's been, you know, around, she's, you know, has her, her TV and her radio, but she would just say these things, you know, she would say them kind of bluntly, but they would just make me stop and realize, okay, if I can set my day this way. It sure makes a difference. You know what I mean? It's like, if, if my job or my, um, my car or, you know, the, the grass is ruined or, you know, you didn't get your order from Amazon because of you know shipping delays. When you think about why we're here and what the real important thing is, it just gives you this maybe me only, but this bubble of peace. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I almost project that differently on people then. Mm-hmm. You know, they almost catch on a bit. Well and I I want to keep going back to this conversation we had around how does that play a role in this constant pressure, and sense of urgency that we have with response time, both our expectations of other people responding to us and us responding to them. I mean, what do you think Mm -hmm. God, or how can we just lessen that burden and be okay with setting some of those boundaries? And what do you think, how do you think that plays a role in faith? Mm -hmm. I don't know if some people will ever be okay with the boundaries. I think they're, they're always going to be like, well, I have to get back to them. I have to do this now. Um, but I really think a person needs to just ask themselves what's important. I mean, is going to church on Sunday and reading your devotions in the morning, or maybe at night, spending time with family, taking time for prayer. Is that important? Yes or no. And if it is, you'll make time for it. And if it's not, you won't. Um, I think you just need to make it a priority. Maybe you need to set a reminder on your phone. Maybe when you, when you learn to do the notifications, that's Mm -hmm. when you go and say, okay, I'm going to focus on this because like anything else you schedule time for it right mm-hmm. so what's wrong with scheduling time for your meditation or prayer or um, just to, to take a nap mm-hmm. you know to be your best you must rest you know yes. you have to <laughs> be your best you must rest so. <laughs> and then, you know i think of people that you know you work, out, you work out you work out and then you're to the point where you're so burned out you don't want to work out anymore but you know that's why they have rest days and god rested i think that if you don't put God and your faith somewhere in your life, you will find that nothing is going to go right. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to go right from your marriage to your children to uh, your job. If you have the wrong intentions, if you don't have Jesus at your center, I feel like it's going to trickle down to every everything else. And so it's that lens. Through it which is. I almost picture Jesus saying, Kayla, you don't have to keep up with me. And right. that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I can almost picture yeah. that. That whisper of, like, right. it's okay, Kayla, if you don't get back to that person. Right. And, like, hearing in my, my, yeah, it's okay, Kelsey. Yeah. Like, it can wait until tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, Just thinking in terms of, like, that voice inside of yeah. our head and what we're telling ourselves, which, yes, I think that's the biggest thing is what are we telling ourselves? Who says you need to do this? Who says you have to do that? I mean, I feel like it's kind of on our own ourselves that we do that we kind of are hurt on ourselves like and why do we do that I don't, I don't really know that's funny you say that because I'm thinking back I'm trying to remember who it was one of our first podcasts of this season that we did mm-hmm. um I think we called it who's telling you you should yeah I think mean, that was the yeah. title and yes yeah. it goes back to that concept of like who's telling you that you have to do all these things and I think in a way that might come back to social media mm-hmm. but it, I was thinking about this this morning I don't know why, but you see all these people doing things and you're comparing yourself to the things that you see externally. Or I love her dress I love her hair he's crushing it at the job oh look at he has four kids and he's doing it all on his own and he's. This entrepreneur you see these things and i'm like wow how cool would it be if there was an APP that like could really like show your soul or like your level of like how you rate certain things in life, maybe you love puppies, maybe you uh, Mm -hmm. volunteer, like how cool would that be you that you have a platform that you talk about your soul, your energy, your I don't know, Mm -hmm. like if you could really judge people, if that's what we're doing, you know, not, not intentionally, how cool would it be to see something that showed like who you are as a person? Well, that you just know. reminds me of this concept that only God truly knows what's in our hearts mm-hmm. and who we are or not yeah. yeah. And it goes back to what you were saying, the advice of just changing your lens through which you're viewing other people mm-hmm. and how important it is for us to remember, just because we see that person one way, doesn't mean that's who they really are. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that if they're, you know, hustling all the time and that we see that hustle, um, that they don't take time to rest and vice versa. If we see right. them resting a lot, Like, who are we to judge and say, gosh, that person has their life made. Their Mm -hmm. life is so easy. They're always, Mm -hmm. you know, having that time to rest and Mm -hmm. enjoy their life. And we just, we don't know what people are going through, you you know? And I, I will say there's a different side of the coin because you don't want to air your dirty laundry or be on social media and be negative all the time because Mm -hmm. there's so much negativity. Mm -hmm. in fact even I am the type where if something's going wrong in my life I'm really not going to be like I should post this on Facebook I should post this now there's a layer that people would say well that's your authentic self Mm -hmm. and you can you know um I heard a couple times in the last few months like make your messes your messages and um one of the uh, girls that I met Jen DuPlessis she said your mess becomes your message. So by sharing these, mm-hmm. um, these hard things, you're helping others. However, I do see why people don't just get on and be like, Oh, I have the worst day. In fact, I actually had an individual say to me, why is it that everything you post is just all rainbows and butterflies all the time? And my answer was, because I think people need more of that in the world. I want to radiate. And maybe someone would find joy in my dog dressed up for Halloween or, you know, there's, yeah, there's a lot that goes on in my life. That's not awesome that we all have struggles. We all do. I don't post it because I go a different route. However, it doesn't mean that it's wrong to do it, to share mm-hmm. it. It's just a matter of, you know, perception. And, and Kayla, you're trying to be a light. We've talked Yes, about this. trying. You're yeah. trying. You're, well, you are a light and you're shining this light. And I think It goes back to what we were talking about earlier too with where there's this negative side of trying to keep up but then there really is this positive side Mm -hmm. of you know even though i think social media gets the bad rep that everything on social media is always rainbows Mm -hmm. and butterflies but there is that layer of Mm -hmm. but that's what we need more of and right we need more encouragement we need more people trying to to share the light and it's funny because even when we when we do stuff on social media we find that when we're goofy and like mm-hmm. smiley and upbeat we get so many more likes and balls yeah. and well, stuff yeah. because that's what people want to see they want to see the humor they want to see mm-hmm. people having fun because ultimately that cheers them up mm-hmm. but then to your point there is this layer of okay but what's the other side and mm-hmm. so i think that there are ways to share the mess Mm-hmm. without turning it into this like poor me broadcast right, too, right and that's right. the hard mm-hmm. and I think part with people, social media and, and that's where that's the case is that social media is showing you one side and it's a matter of how do you harness that because when we go to there's there's media and then there's social media mm-hmm. you know I feel like there's so much bad on the media and things that are so false and not true to begin with mm-hmm. that it's nice to be able to go and remember I used to go to Facebook and look at people's kids and their movies and you know their promotions and then it became politics and COVID and and it was just heavy and so for anyone that can share a light or be a light I mean why not why not be that and focus on the good because there's a silver lining in everything it's hard sometimes to find that silver lining it's hard to be like well this is happening for a reason but you can find the good in everything and it's just a matter of in my opinion, perception Mm -hmm. and social media is powerful. And Mm -hmm. if people are using that just to share negativity and, you know, this is terrible and I don't like this store or this restaurant, I think that that spreads. So I don't know what the message is behind all of that. I just think that it's okay to be a light and radiate without having to bring the world down, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to share it, share it, you might help somebody, but don't, don't come down on the people that are just trying to be positive in the world. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and role. again, like we said, I mean, there's nothing wrong with trying to be authentic and sharing a story. I mean, I've seen plenty of people that have shared, you know, stories of something tragic that's happened in their life and how we as a society mm-hmm. band together and lift them up. But I think the ultimate um, goal with the conversation mm-hmm. is how can you continue to be more of a light in both social media, but also other areas of your life? Because again, if we are always trying to keep up, we need to make sure that we, we as individuals are, are, are sharing our story with people and that others know that, Hey, Mm -hmm. we have bad days too, but we also have, you know, we try to take time to rest because that's important to us and not Mm -hmm. allowing, um, not allowing ourselves to judge others and what they're mm-hmm. doing and also not allowing others to to mm-hmm. judge us and take that too seriously as well mm-hmm. i think it goes i think you're spot on that last statement too is why why are we making up these things in our head that well if i'm not in the office today does that mean i'm not working oh, no it probably means you're actually probably working more as those people it means you're probably meeting with people and getting out there but so many people are afraid to like upset somebody or rock the boat or you know, I shouldn't post this. I should post this, post it, post it, and let people judge you. You might lose followers or deter people, but you might gain so many connections and people that get you, um, and understand. But Mm -hmm. I love that thought of don't let, mean, people can judge you all day, but you don't have to let it affect you. Mm -hmm. Well, and we, it weighs so heavy. Like whenever I've taken time off, it takes me a good two to three days to, Truly, be like, okay, I can step away. Mm-hmm. That first day is really hard, and then the second mm-hmm. day is still kind of hard. Finally, by the third day, I'm like, okay, I'm unplugging now, and mm-hmm. I feel good. But and then it's like, usually our vacations are like three or four I was gonna days. Say, then, you're on the plane home, and then it's <laughs> like you're going home, and mm-hmm. so it's, you know, that pressure to always be on. I just think, mm-hmm. um, Kayla, you've offered some really great insight today on how we can really just set more boundaries and recognize that it's never going to be perfect. It's not. Um, but that we can't judge ourselves and others as Mm -hmm. far as the efforts, like that chase, that Mm -hmm. constant chase Mm -hmm. and that want to do more. And I love, again, I wrote it down that wanting to keep up. I mean, I'm just going to really try to self-monitor and pay attention to what areas of my life am I trying to keep up in an unhealthy way? I know. And it's hard. And I think that you might not be able to turn off the social media, that maybe you can unfollow, or maybe set times that you're not looking, or in general, just remember that you are who you are. And we don't know anyone else's story. We don't. We know our own, and that's a story that we should continue to write. We're not opening up everyone else's books and you know, erasing and writing these stories. Like we have our own story to write, and only we know like what we're going through. And so we it's easy to judge, yes. But for us to have that, I just love that you send that. that they can judge but don't let that affect you that takes work though. it's hard and it's <laughs> almost impossible, mm-hmm. but even again back to the response time i'm thinking about how. I might try to respond to emails intermittently throughout the day like oh I have a quick minute i'm going to respond to this yeah. email here or oh I get a quick answer this text how much more effective are we at responding to people when we have you know, a bit more of a dedicated, like I have 30 minutes, I'm going to respond thoughtfully Mm -hmm. to these three texts and these three Mm -hmm. emails. We do such a better job at responding to people when we actually Mm -hmm. sometimes postpone our response so that we can actually sit down with a clear mind. I'm I'm guilty of (laughs) I'll be in my car in a parking lot texting or, um, you know, emailing, and it's not a great, you know, well-written. It's just really quick. And it's, not as thoughtful and it's like, did I send that? You get so busy that you're like, did I send that? Did I, did I do that? But to time block. And we talk about having time on your calendar that is for you and for your work, but also having those buffers. That is the worst when you're going from here to here to here, it happens, but have that white space, have that buffer. And that might allow you to then, even if you are in your car writing an email, be more thoughtful about it instead of mad dashing, multitasking. I'm guilty of that. I'll be on a call. I'll be texting and then I'll have somebody you'll know, come in my office talking and it's it's chaos, right? But you have to, in my opinion, try to block a little bit. Try to just be more purposeful. And if you can't get to it, I would rather tell someone I can't get that to that today. Uh, but I will get that to you tomorrow. And I'll probably do a yeah. hell of a better job. Yes. Well it's exactly. tomorrow because I'll have more mm-hmm. energy, more time. Mm-hmm. I won't be yes. just rushing to respond mm-hmm. well even in the group that we had one of the things that really hit hard for me was telling someone hey i can't make it today or i'm really sorry um can we reschedule because um, x whatever that may be it might be a rough day doesn't matter but that i want to be the best version of myself for you so mm-hmm. is there a chance that we can meet tomorrow that hit hard with me i don't remember who it was in the group whether it was you or somebody else but i'm like wow or grace I would really love if we could reschedule this stuff when I'm fully uh, focused mm-hmm. and that's okay. I'd rather if someone said that to me, I'd be like, absolutely, mm-hmm. I would want that. So, and then someone says, you know, can we reschedule? Um, you know, we feel guilty asking that, can, can we move this? But you might be uh, allowing someone else more free space in their calendar or might, maybe they were rushing. And they're like oh yeah of course so, like this we yeah, rescheduled uh, yes yes this, this conversation yes so we were able to make sure that we had enough time yes um and had the our due diligence to be able to truly um have a conversation we yeah. were so rushed and then yeah. it was like the day of and i'm like you were yeah. you were like could we possibly reschedule and i was like absolutely yeah but like, you were so worried yeah about yeah i think you were worried about like rescheduling like, because i felt that i'm like is, is there a plan but i'm like. But then I thought about it. We had time. And I was like, okay, this day works. And it, it worked out awesome. More of a breather. And yeah. you gave me a gift. I was having oh. a crazy day. So oh, it was, <laughs> I think I had to run home to check the serial number on my refrigerator. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Our ice maker yes. wasn't working. Yes. So because we rescheduled, yeah. I was able to run home, check that serial number. And then you and I had still hot, had We're a still cold hot. Call, yes. But I would have been like 10 minutes late mm-hmm. to the office to meet I'm with you. So it probably would have been. It's okay. It always it's okay. it's okay to ask. It's okay to request from someone a different time or date so that you can be present, you can be your best. Because mm-hmm. maybe they'll be their best too. But mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a mantra for that somewhere. Yes. I'll think of how to spin that one. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we Kayla's I joke the queen of, of mantras. <laughs> um I can't I can't believe how fast this time I know. Has gone. I know so, <laughs> this time we can do probably a three hour podcast, but I wanna kind of wind this down here, I guess I, I usually ask two questions at the end. So here's my first one, Kayla, yeah. out of everything we talked about today, uh, is there anything else that you feel like our listeners should really know about this conversation or any last thoughts that you have on this topic? It's funny. I feel like the things that I'm going to say, or that I say, are the best takeaways are things that I'm trying to implement. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I, my mind focuses on, but for me, it's just being okay with putting yourself first. It's okay for you to pour into yourself like you would your company or your kids or your husband or whatever it is pour into you because when you shine and you radiate, it's just like a ripple effect and it affects everybody else. When you come home crabby, that affects your husband, that affects your kids, it affects everything and that energy is so toxic. So my biggest takeaway is take time for you pour into you and the rest will fall into place. And that pouring into might be pouring into your faith and pouring Mm -hmm. into rest, pouring into whatever it is that makes you your best. Um, Mm -hmm. Resting looks different for everybody. So find that, harness that. The people that should be in your life, whether they're partners, referral partners, um, clients, friends, they will understand that. And if they don't, I think that's more telling. So that would be my biggest takeaway. So just making sure you're taking time yeah. to rest and taking time for yourself and your faith and to keep grounded in what truly matters. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I love, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think too, just again, you had mentioned um the importance of starting your day in the right yes. mindset. Yes. And so even that time for yourself, I could picture mm-hmm. the beginning of the day. Mm-hmm. What are you doing for yourself to get yourself ready in that proper Mm -hmm. mindset too. Mm -hmm. So I have that Mm -hmm. written down. Um, well, again, so many takeaways, Kayla, Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of our listeners might want to know where to find you or how to support you. And I can include Mm -hmm. links in our, uh, little, I'll have a bio and a couple links in the podcast, Mm -hmm. but, um, where can we find you? How can we support you? You know, supporting me just means sharing information that I share i think a lot of people are like well i don't know anyone buying a house right now that needs a loan or but that's okay share content just interact um i love connecting with people whether it's over a cup of coffee because i'm about connections and people mm. because it's amazing who you meet and what that could lead to so i always just tell people like just go go like my stuff share my stuff connect with me ask me for coffee um that's really it I and mean, if you google me you'll find me um but I'll give you some links that you can share. Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, yes, all the Instagram, things. All the yes, things. All the we'll things. be able to find you, no yes. problem. But yes, I'll include those in the links. But okay. um, Kayla, this has been so fun. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having hours. It's so, so <laughs> easy. I know. I'm like, gosh, we could go down so many different mm-hmm. paths. But the insight yeah. that you shared today, I mean, this trying to keep up um, that in that concept of we're always in the midst of chaos, but not. Um, judging others mm-hmm. and their activities and what they're doing because mm-hmm. we never truly know. Never and know. we're never gonna be able to keep up with that next person. No so lot. that's yeah, I just love that. It all comes from in here. Mm-hmm. And and it's in here. all in, in yeah. our all yeah. heads, in our hearts. Um, this is beautiful. Thank you for having me. Yes. Always a pleasure to talk with you. Thanks so, for joining yeah. us. Thank you. I appreciate it.